everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Last week, you heard just a sampling of some of the critical insights and updates from founder and president of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, Lori Cardoza Moore, in a recent movie, Operation Finale. I make the analogy that had it not been for the perseverance and courage of a few, the world would not have known the gravity of the genocide perpetrated on the Jewish people and others we now remember as the Holocaust. Which brings us to my next guest and the organization that launched a campaign in 2013 to literally right the wrongs in our textbooks being perpetrated by one of the largest publishing giants, Pearson's. Back with us today for more of her story is Lori Cardoza Moore. Lori, welcome back to Testimony. Genesine, thank you so much for having me back. Lori, would you just begin to fill us in on some of your latest grassroots efforts to fight anti-Semitism, to get the vote of Congress and legislatures, and our youth, the millennials, in support? Absolutely. Well, Genesine, it all really starts as a grassroots battle. It's a grassroots campaign. The bottom line is, is the issue that we are confronted with in our textbooks is really being driven by parents and citizens in local communities who are beginning to find about what's happening. You know, back in 2012 when we launched this campaign in Tennessee, when we found the content and then, of course, launched the battle in 2013, we mobilized parents and citizens. Once we told the parents in the local school district what their children were being taught through um, textbooks, instructional materials, being published by companies, like Pearson, and keeping in mind, your listeners should know that Pearson is not a U.S.-based textbook publishing company. They are British-based. Their shareholders include the governments of Libya, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and Turkey. They do not have the U.S. interests at heart. And if you look at a Pearson-published textbook or one of the 80% of textbooks being used in schools across this country that Pearson owns, you won't be surprised why the content, the anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-Judeo-Christian, pro-Islam content is being peddled to our children every day. The Lord shared with me years ago, back when I started in this, it was so big when I started to see the content that it wasn't just an anti-Semitic quote. When I started to see the totality of what was being communicated to our children, that keeping in mind, our kids have to memorize this information. It has to be embedded in their brains so they can test. Pearson Publishers, many in your audience may recall that Pearson is behind Common Core. Common Core has been exposed as a communist program or education initiative that is being pushed by Pearson. So Pearson controls the content, the textbooks. They control the standards that the children have to learn in our schools, and then they control the outcome, the testing. Our kids are memorizing this information. It is being ingrained in their head for the rest of their lives. And it's why, Jensen, we saw, we shouldn't be surprised that during the last presidential election, 
32% of millennials supported an avowed socialist. That's appalling. You know, in the research that I've done, Genzine, with regards to textbooks, we can show that back 1980 was the last graduating class where American students were given a proper education in American history. We were taught loyalty and patriotism and the value of our constitutional republic and our capitalist way of life. Today, starting in 1982 up to today, the content that has been communicated to our children has gotten gradually worse year to year. Of course, we also saw back in the late 70s when Jimmy Carter was elected president, he established the Federal Department of Education. That's another contributor to the downfall of our education. Education has always been local. In fact, the Lord told me when I was still launching this battle, and I said, Lord, how are we going to fight this? This is too big. This is every kid in every school across this country that is learning this propaganda because the fact that Pearson owns 80% of the textbooks being used in our schools. And the Lord said to me, um, he reminded me of the strategy he gave to Nehemiah. When Nehemiah went back, evaluated the city of Jerusalem, he went and assessed the damage, he went to the leaders of districts in front of sections of the wall, and then he went to others who lived in front of other sections of the wall. And he convinced each person to rebuild their section. And the Lord said, every county is a section of the wall in every state. And if you can rebuild the county, county by county in every state, then you can rebuild each state and ultimately rebuild the nation. But it's going to require work. It's not an easy battle, and we can't just give up. You know, I've been, like I said, I've been fighting this since 2012, six years, and I'm telling you, it only gets worse. And unless we can educate and mobilize more parents and citizens to get involved in their local community, to fight this battle, to challenge the school board. And, you know, here's another thing. This is an election year, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Most people, education is on the top, it, within the top ten issues that most people care about when they vote on the federal level. However, the majority of those people who who are concerned about education when it comes to voting on the federal level have no idea who their school board member is and only about 20 to 30 percent of registered voters will vote in a school board race. That is absolutely absurd. It's, it's wow. terrible that we are that we're more engaged on the federal level when it's the local level that we can change. You know, Trump is up there in Washington trying to drain the swamp. We have to drain the swamp in our local communities, and it must start where our future lies, and that is in the school board. And we actually did that. We, When we found that quote in that textbook, we went through proper channels, the protocol, to remove it. We told the school board one night when they had their hearing they were going to vote that night to keep the book or get rid of it. They voted to keep it, and we told them. I said, if you do not get rid of this textbook, then we will remove you from office. Well, they voted to keep the textbook. We went to work the next day, and six school board members were up for re-election. We removed every one. We replaced them. <laughs> wow. And that's where it starts. And, and in my early conversations and interviews with you, Lori, that was my big question. How do you defeat a giant? 
and I remember your answer to me, you do it at the local level. And that makes sense, doesn't it? How critical then, Lori, are these midterm elections for the ongoing success of your organization, PJTN.org? Well, it's very important for our organization because this is, we never let up, Jensen. And I think you know that you've been following the work that we've done for many, many years. We can't let up. We have to continue to educate the masses because if parents and citizens do not know, and even pastors, I mean, this is not just, you know, a, a family or a community. It's, it's not just a, a parent or a citizen issue. It is the church's responsibility. It is the church's issue because these kids that are sitting in these public schools every week are also sitting in the Wednesday night um, uh, Bible study or youth group program or in Sunday school on Sundays. And these kids spend far more time in the classroom than they do within the church or hearing the Word of God preached. So they are being bombarded. And if we do not start as pastors and and youth leaders, do not take a more active role being engaged in what's happening in our local community, Jensen, we are going to lose this country. I am... spoke with a young man. We're going to have him on our show next week. He is a senior at a high school in Granbury, Texas. He is running for school board, and one of the top issues, his platform issues, is the textbooks. He is going to be testifying before the Department of Education in Texas next week, and he is challenging them because he said, I heard him speak last week when I was in Dallas, and he said to those who were gathered, he said, If you ask me about the Constitution, he said, I may not be able to answer your question because I haven't been taught about the Constitution or the Bill of Rights or the Declaration of Independence. He said, but I'm willing to learn. This is frightening. Here is a senior in high school who's getting ready to go off to college next year, next fall, and he doesn't even know what a constitutional republic is or what the Constitution says or the Bill of Rights or the Declaration of Independence. This is frightening. Most of our kids, if we, if a teacher were to bring out a, an authentic document, founding document for the kids to read in the class, the majority of the kids, if not all of them, would not be able to read that founding document. Why? because it's written in longhand. We do not even teach our second and third graders anymore how to write in cursive or in longhand. That's right. And if our kids can't read our founding documents, they will never know that their freedoms are being taken from them. That's unbelievable. You know, I'm reminded of the quote. In fact, you provided uh, this quote to me uh, in my notes from you, and it is this from President Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. And I love that, and that's what you're doing, because what we're hearing is students are given an impression that America is not worthy of pride or loyalty, 
They don't understand America's position in the world. It is distorted. The perception of culture and history is minimized, and some are trying to totally obliterate it. The Holocaust, for example. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Lori Cardoza Moore founder and president of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, an organization mobilizing millions in defense of Israel and educating Christians and our Jewish brethren worldwide so a holocaust of another kind does not reach the borders in which we live. You can learn more about Lori's work, ministry, and mission by visiting pjtn.org and get informed, get involved, and then help support. You will be blessed you did. Lori, thank you again for taking precious time to share your latest and critical insights, critical to us all, but especially our youth, the future of America, who without proper tools and education are destined to follow the false narrative of which you've been speaking, a destructive path. Hosea 4.6 makes it clear, quote, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, end quote. Well, Lori, not on your watch. And all those who will come alongside in support, pjtn.org. We thank you. God bless you. Shalom. Jensen, thank you so much for having me on the program. God bless you for helping us get the word out. And I look forward to talking with you very soon. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.